Content warnings can be found in the description. It is raining. Heavy sheets of water crash from the sky as if it's beating down on anything daring enough to be outside. A figure travels through this rain with a smaller companion standing on their shoulder, both in the thick rain cloaks that have been soaked through, trudging to the city barely visible in the distance. A mercenary sits at a job board, staring at it as if something that pays more than copper will magically appear, surrounded by many others like him. After a while, he leaves the bar. A knight in chainmail strides down the street in the downpour, looking around for something, well, something that we'll soon find out. We're going to start with the reverse order. So we're going to start with Alberto's character. What is the description of the man walking down the street? It is a man... A knight in chainmail. You know, he's like a 5'10 human. Got a nice tan going on. A buzz cut, like borderline, no hair. He has a Spaniard mustache we'll go with. A big greatsword on his back with a... Your standard, like, duffel bag you get when you sign up to be an adventurer, you know? All right. And you have arrived very recently into this city... You are currently in the Silt Bank section, the lowest section of the city that is split into three parts. This section has a lot of um, stone foundations filled in with uh, wooden supports and walls and roofs. You can see there are a couple of sections of old uh, old houses that haven't quite been rebuilt. Uh, the old dwarven stone held up pretty well considering the amount of time that it has gone without too much maintenance. There are nearby a general store, a bar, and a few other places that you could look for if you want to, but you are searching for something. Where would you go? Where would you head to first? Gabriel would look around, see where where this there seems to be a more... Uh, bigger gathering of individuals would you say the general store or the bar i would say the i mean the bar has a greater gathering of individuals the bar it is you head inside we're going to move from that to the mercenary after a while you have left the job board because nothing that isn't paying for fucking pittance has appeared as you step out into the street, what does Samson look like? Uh, he looks like a human man standing at about uh, six feet, two inches tall. Uh, he has long black hair um, with uh, the sides of his head shaved down uh, to a buzz. And uh, his hair is tied back in kind of a top knot bun. He's wearing leather armor with a black cloak. Uh, you know, draping down his back and uh, a quiver and a bow uh, as well with a dueling saber on his hip. And as you as you make it to the door, you hear a call behind you. Wait, wait. Um, a woman that is a, a friend of your wife's runs up with a um, small bundle, uh, a thing of bread wrapped in a towel. It's a, clo- a cloth wrapped in a cloth. And she says... Uh, for Janelle? Oh, yes. Right. Thank you. I promised her I'd bake one. I'd... Yeah. Um, ha- have a good day. And she turns around and walks back uh, to the area behind the bar. You too. Thank you again. And I'll walk off. All right. You step out into the heavy rain. Samson is also going to head off uh, to the tavern in hopes that there's some talkings of work. Okay. Head to the tavern first. And head inside. It's a quaint little tavern, again, built on that stone foundation. You can see as you walk in, uh, droplets from your now soaked outfit drain into little rivets that are carved into the floor and drain to the sides. And 
out of the building. Dwarven stonework is pretty cool. And also very good for a bar <laughs> uh, as you head inside and sit down. And then we will pull out and move over to the two figures traveling through this thick rain. Heavy soaked cloaks clung tightly to the body as you finally uh, make it inside the outer walls of the city as the guard waves you in. What do Alaric and, I'm going to get this name wrong, Serena look like? Would you like to go first? You go first. <laughs> go first. Okay. Uh, Serena is a short shift shifter with bright uh, white hair with yellow eyes that wears a green cloak and just common clothes as she's just walking in the rain, soaking wet with her quarterstaff, using it as a walking stick. On Serena's shoulder, you see a three-foot-tall, probably very annoyed-looking owlin riding. About three-foot-tall, 20 pounds, white and silver feathers, big golden eyes. On this owl is just a leather kind of small jacket with too many pockets of quills and inks and inkwells in the pockets and books just scattered around them, just trying to cover as many of them as possible from this heavy downshift of rain. And as you make your way into the city, give me a perception check. Okay. Both of you. The first check of the game. Heck yeah. That is a 13 in total. Dirty 20 with a plus two. Oh, shit. All right. With a 20, Alaric, you see him before he gets to you. There is a man heaving and scrambling, essentially, down the street through the rain, looking behind him, cloak pulled over his head. As he kind of uh, bumps into the both of you, you see he drops a sheet of paper near you on the road before running off down the street and the the thing that you rolled perception for is before he gets around the next corner you see an arrow sprout from his neck as he falls out of view hey serena i think he dropped something on the ground i'm gonna go check his body he died he he died i'll be back and i'm gonna fly over to his body as he does that i'll pick up the piece of paper okay you fly over to his body are you doing this stealthily, observing from a distance, or are you landing on top of it and trying to figure out something? I'm going to kind of fly up and above and kind of survey around what happened around him. Uh, but if I don't see anything, I'm just going to drop on his body. Uh, make a stealth check for me. Oh, God. If you're <laughs> attempting to be stealthy. A nine. At least at first. A nine? That's that's about right, yeah, considering the rain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make your, a loud, your feathers a are noise. soaked. You yes. hear the as uh, droplets are thrown off of Alaric's wings as he flies over and you uh, see two armored individuals get to the body and look down at it and stand over it and one of them hears you and looks up and says, nothing to see here, get back, get back. I'm going to fly down and land probably about 10 feet away and say, I do see something, uh, what is going on here? And what is your two gentlemen's names? My name is Alaric. <laughs> I'm going to go through this fucking list instantly, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, when I, when I reach the end of this list, you guys are getting hit with a fireball. <laughs> That's what it is. I just want to make a point that I will always be standing 20 feet away from Ulrich. <laughs> you know, fuck it. This is, this is a good opportunity. He goes, you don't need to know that. Um, just stay back. We'll handle everything. It'll be handled by... The guard here, don't worry. Everything is okay. When he says the guard, is it a guard of this area? Does he look yes. like a guard from here? Okay. He is a he and the other are guards of this area. So what happened to this fellow? What happened to him? No, he was killed in the streets. Quick response time, keep it up. And uh why is that French? Oh shit. Goddamn Pierre. <laughs> Listen, I dropped I dropped an accent immediately, so That was a very quick response time. And uh Keep it up. And I'm going to fly back over to uh, Serena. Is it Serene or Serena? Serena. Serena. Okay. There's only one R in there. I'm not rolling my tongue. 
<laughs> Let me change it real quick. <laughs> you fly back over to Serena. Serena, you have, after Alaric has pointed out the uh, note on the ground, the little slip of paper that's been folded up, that has been just destroyed by the raid, by the way. You see it like bouncing up and down underneath heavy raindrops as Alaric flies off. I'd like to pick it up to see if I can notice anything about it before it gets ruined by the rain anymore. As you pick it up out of the water, you see some of the ink is running. It is fairly... Actually, make an investigation check for me. Okay. I I shouldn't give this to you for free. That is a nat 20 with a plus 5 for 25. (laughs) Okay, you get everything you want. Um, It's free. So, first of all, you might have missed out on some of the text here, but you picked it up early enough that uh, you can see, and you can see the little imprint of where the pen went into the parchment for any ink that has been washed away already. Uh, this is an address to a certain to a certain building. The quick rundown of what is in there is: we need more of that fey root thing. Bring it here, and we will pay you accordingly. Um, and you can see. On uh, on the corner of it is a little uh, uh, G and M. Um, you assume it's a branded, not like name, but like branded uh, piece of parchment. This was taken from somewhere. But yeah, you can, with a natural 20, you can figure out where the building is. It's a little ways down the street as you look at the street signs and the numbers. Okay, as she looks around, she's going to fold it up and put it inside one of her pockets so it doesn't get ruined anymore. And um, Serena holds out her arm to help Alaric land and then turns to speak to him. So that man was holding a piece of paper and it uh, has an address on it for right down the road about some bay route. Would you like to go take a look? Could you stand underneath of uh, some awning for just a second? Hang on. Of course. Uh, is there any awning nearby that I can stand under? Yeah, there's an awning near enough. There is like a couple under there who are currently making out. Uh, and there's just enough room where you can like stand next to them, but it's still uncomfortably close. Oh, we're awkwardly standing like right next to them. Beautiful. <laughs> Not even see- like thinking twice about it. <laughs> you see Alaric pull out a journal and ink and dip it into like the inkwell that's inside, the quill inside of it. Uh, just dipping it into it and pulling it out and saying, so what was on that piece of paper? The piece of paper said that they need more fey root things and to bring it here and there was an address added there and it said and we'll pay you accordingly and in the bottom corner there was a GM. You see him writing all this down and says uh, I do need to dry off most of my belongings so it would be nice if we could go settle down for some food. I am starving and then we could check it out after the rain lets up a little bit. I hate being touched. Fair enough. Where should we go? The bars have usually quite enough people to talk to and find stuff from if you would like to go there. Works for me. Um, can we tell where the uh, local tavern or bar is around here? On the street signs or anything? Yeah, there's a tavern nearby. Fantastic. We'll walk towards it, trying to stay underneath the awnings as much as possible. Oh, here. I have a, uh, a backpack you can put that inside of, and it is waterproof. Will not be affected by the rain. Thank you. Puts the note in one of the pockets in the bag. And as you head towards the tavern, Samson, what do you do when you enter the tavern? Uh, Samson uh, presumably is going to probably walk up to the bar uh, to begin talking to the bartender who, you know, he's, you know, around and in this area now. So he'd have a decent enough repertoire with the bartender to you know, be able to come in and ask him if he's heard anything about possible jobs and whatnot. He uh, turns around from the cup he was uh, washing and goes, Hey, what's up? Hey. Okay. Nothing going on, man. Can't find anything. You, has anybody been coming in and out? You know, have you heard anything about, you know? No, it's been quiet lately. Shit. I mean, stuff's not going to pick up right before Fool's Day, hopefully. Need to find something, man. I can't just keep wandering the streets with nothing to do. Hey, man, a job will come along. I hope so. I just feel bad with, you know, Janelle's. You know, she's got her job, and, you know, here I am, just fucking nothing. 
At least one of you's got work. That's more than some people have. I suppose. And at this point, the door opens and two soaked individuals come in, uh, Alaric and I'm gonna, I'm, it's not gonna be easy. Serena. Serena. I forgot to roll the R's, sorry. <laughs> you can say Serena. It's still, it's still one R on my screen. It's still one R on my yeah, screen. Yeah, the one R means it's rolling. You know, it's yeah. continuing. <laughs> Alaric and Serena walk into the tavern. What are you two doing? Do we notice anything as soon as we come on in? Any, well, anything really? Uh, there are a few people. It's uh, fairly populated in the bar. There are a few tables that are like full up. There is one guard who is uh, just passed out on the table. Another one next to him is looking at him, is moving between looking at that one disapprovingly and get, glancing over the room. And there is a a bartender up behind the bar currently talking to i th- i completely lost the f- physical description no it's okay um so rena is gonna turn to alric would you like a drink perhaps maybe something to eat no thank you and i'm gonna fly off over to the table with the guards on it and sit down and start unpacking my things on the table and i will walk up to the bar all right well We'll move with Alaric first as you land on the table and start unpacking your things. The guard looks over at you for like a solid 10 seconds, says nothing, and then goes, Uh, can I help you with something? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. There's, is there any particular reason you picked this table? Sitting next to the gods is usually generally safer when safekeeping one's belongings in a city such as this in an unknown situation. By the way, what is your name? I didn't quite catch it. My name is Alaric. I'm the Psalm. Nice to meet you. Uh, you... I'm going to unpack my stuff here and dry off my feathers. I... Yes. And I'm going to keep... I'm just going to, you know, kind of neatly pack my things on the table, dry everything off, dry myself off, and then... Neatly stack stuff back inside while they do their thing. All right. And Serena. Fuck, I can't even do it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Serena. Uh, (laughs) You head up to the bar. Okay. So I'm going to walk. So Serena is going to walk up to the bar and uh, take a seat for a moment by the bar, waiting for the bartender to come by. One moment, Samson. Oh, what do you need? Uh, what food do you offer? Uh, we have a little bit of uh, venison, some cow's meat. We've got uh, apples. Well, let's go with the uh, the venison. And can I get a drink, please? Of course. Thank you. This is food money. I know at low levels, people keep track of food money. We're not keeping track of food money. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Uh, I was ready to dish out. I don't even know how much I got. It's like a silver. Don't worry about it. Hey. Um, it's on God. Uh, <laughs> be careful there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay God back sometime. Fair enough. Uh, so you, you get your food. Thank you. I fly up to the table landing next to Serena after packing all my stuff and say... Did you give me anything? Yes, I got us some venison to share. And I do... So, <laughs> Alaric, as you've been flying, uh... Flying... <laughs> yes. I don't it's know really if you've shaken things around when, uh... <laughs> you've, yes. Yeah. When you've taken <laughs> off and landed, a spray of water has gone, like, three feet in every direction. So, the guard you... At the table you left from, just has water all over his face, look just staring daggers at you. Um, as you land on the counter and spray the bartender, he goes, "Ah, oh, God!" I land in the seat, not the counter. Okay, <laughs> just epic, just perfectly. Samson starts wiping oh, down his left side. You know, some people could just walk over. Yes. Do you know how long that would take him? Almost the same amount of time as it would take to fly. Yeah, and then you wouldn't spray everyone with water. 
That is correct. Do you need anything? Nope. Thank you. He looks over to Serena. You with you? Yes. Okay. And he scoots back down to Samson. All right. Is that uh, any motions to the cloth-wrapped uh, snack? Uh, uh, yeah, it's from uh, um, one of Janelle's friends. She wanted me to give it to her when I got home. Mm-hmm. Actually, is I, I, I would, I'm just going to tuck that away into my bag so it's not just out. And he goes, hmm, Evie, she's, uh, she makes some good bread. Uh, yes, that she does. She does. And so, Gabriel, you have gone to a different bar because I made the bar and tavern two different things, you know, just to give myself a headache. Crazy. <laughs> As you enter the bar, go ahead and give me a perception check. That is a 10. Okay, so you you head into the Even Hawks pub and you step inside and it is just an array of colorful dress. I don't know how to describe this to you other than just say everyone is in brilliant purples, blues, yellows, uh reds dancing around. This is uh this is a pub made to well, it's got a dance floor essentially and a bard currently going at it on the fiddle. I think that's my kind of bar. Why the fuck didn't we go there? <laughs> As you step in the door, uh, the uh, the water washes off you into the rivets, rivulets? Might be a rivulet. Whatever, it's fine. Where are you heading? I'm heading, Gabriel would head straight to the, to the bar. All right, you sit up at the bar, sit down, you see the uh the tender behind kind of nod to you and you see he's got a couple of other people to get to first as you sit down you feel a tap on your shoulder i gabriel would turn slowly towards the tap and you see a taller fellow with shock white hair on a bright blue coat i guess the best way to describe him is he looks like he's about to go and sign the declaration of independence Oh my god. You got John Hancock over A there. A giant, like, yeah, blue frock on. <laughs> so he says, Excuse me, I, um, you look like a fine, dashing, strong fellow. You wouldn't happen to be looking for work, would you? Gabriel Lee uh, lets out a very heavy sigh and says, What kind of work? I need help exploring into the ruins and he kind of like motions past a wall of the uh tavern you presume to where the ruins would be there is some trouble with traps and such and there was an expedition going out tomorrow morning to attempt to find a certain area within tomorrow morning yes come in I... More details I can bring you back to my store. I own something of a nice shop myself. I will happily follow. And he nods. And before the uh, bartender gets to you, you both get up and walk out of the of the bar. That's what it's called. The Evening Hawk Pub? The Even Hawk's Pub. Even. Even. Not evening. Um, as you get outside, he takes out, uh, an umbrella. You head down the street, going back to our other three. So Samson at the bar, maybe if you're talking or eating or doing what you're doing, um, you hear Alaric's voice from right in front of you, even though you can look over and see me not talking, but writing in a journal say, uh, hello, I am Alaric. What is your name? Like. Just kind of look around for a second. I was like, I look over. Are you looking at me or? No, I'm looking down at my book. Okay, then I just kind of look around. I'm just like, Dumb. yes, me, the owl. It's Alaric. What is your name? What? <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm Samson. You can clearly see me write Samson down into the book and I say, what are you doing in the city? I live here with, uh, with my wife. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah, no uh, no problem, I guess. 
Samson will go back to ignoring him. So, Samson, how how has it been living in the city? Uh, has anything interesting happened lately? Have you seen anything to do with any kind of gods killing normal people that live in the city? Uh, killing people? Um, well, as far as I've seen, it's, you know, happens here and there, but there tends to be a reason, typically thievery or something of the sort. So I've noticed that you have a quiver and a bow upon you, and I'm not blaming you, but I did see an arrow strike the side of this man in the throat and drop him to the ground. Do you know anything about this? Well, uh, I can't say that I've seen anybody uh, get shot or have shot anybody today, so no. As for payment, there is a baker that lives two cities over in Nereth, and they are having a discount sale as they're closing out of business and are going to get rid of all of this stuff free of charge in three days from now. Thank you. And how long do y'all stay in the uh, tavern? Are you... Uh, Samson's probably going to fuck off pretty quickly after that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd say I'm out of writing stuff in my journal, so I'd also want to get up and, and look over at uh, Sir, Sarina and say, I am finished. Do you want to go check out that... Oh, we could ask... That a brueling man over there, if he knows anything about this address on the note that we have? We could, but... Samson. Do you trust anyone with this note? Samson. Besides the two of us. Oh, okay. uh, shit. Hold on. Are you saying that, or are you still in my head? Uh, you, you still hear it as I'm still... I'm, like, going through my bag, but you hear my voice coming from my direction, but I'm not moving my mouth. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know about the, this address? And I hold out a note and uh, hold it to you. So we can see this paper that says to uh, <laughs> uh, says something about uh, bringing Root to an address and it will pay accordingly with the initials of GM. All right, Samson, that, yeah. is the, uh, that is the address of where your wife works. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read that. I was like... Uh, I, I might know something about this. What is, what the fuck is this? Uh, I, I will tell you if you tell me what occupation you carry in the city. Consider me a sword for hire, you could say. Are you looking to hire? You see me just write this down and then I say, uh, the man I mentioned earlier that was killed by a god, perhaps an arrow to the neck. He dropped this on the ground and so Arena picked it up. What? He Thank you. You got this off the guy that you were telling me just got shot. Is what... <sighs> Shit. Yeah. It's like, fuck it, you can follow me, come on. And I start rushing out of the tavern. Alright. Sam said, you storm into the storm. I assume Serena and Alaric in hot pursuit? Yes. Reluctantly, it's fucking raining. <laughs> yeah, kind of against it. I grab like the last piece of feel on my way out. Yeah, as you both wrap your still wet cloaks around you and shoulder back into the evening. I forgot to mention this earlier. Thankful, at least, that you got here before Fool's Day. As you shoulder on into the night, we're going to move back over to Gabriel. Gabriel, you are walking down the street with the man. Has he introduced himself yet? He has not. He has not. He goes, um... Can I get what your name is? Yes, my name is Gabriel. Nice to meet you, Gabriel. I'm Finnegan Bamanji. I am an entrepreneur of sorts, looking into old artifacts and old history uh, in my spare time. As he uh, goes to the front of a shop and opens a door and heads inside and holds the door open for you. Did I happen to see the name of the store? It is the Generals and Minerals store. Hello everybody, Dad here. Just letting you know that all these episodes for the D&D campaign, The Final Day, will be coming out every other Friday at 6am Eastern Standard Time for the foreseeable future. We did set up our Patreon where you can join for free, no money required, uh, we're going to be putting all of our bonus content, specifically the Cancelled Action Series Season 2 of Operation Redline, over there online as well. 
I hope you had a fantastic week leading up to this day, and uh, let's get back into it. As you both step inside, a woman behind the counter in the back looks up as the bell for the door rings, sees you, and goes, Oh, hello. And uh, he says, "Mm, Janelle, uh, take the day off. Um, We're closing down the store early. And she nods and says, Okay. And she starts to get her things together. So, if you, um, wait here, there will be a couple of people here in a minute to brief, uh, for the expedition tomorrow. Okay. I can do that. All right, and we're gonna head back to, uh, Samson, followed by Alaric and Serena. As you all three head through the downpour in the streets you eventually samson make it to the front of the um generals and minerals store in time to see uh your wife closing the front door and flipping the sign around with her own cloak on uh, samson's going to uh kind of jog over to her it's kind of like lightly uh tap her shoulder as to not uh scare her at least not too badly anyway it's like janelle <laughs> God damn it. Why uh, are you here? Sorry, I are are you are you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay. Just, are you okay? N- w- yeah, this um and I turn around this fucking owl and I turn around uh, <laughs> to <laughs> and, and she looks to the, the woman and the owl following behind. Hello. Yeah, yeah and the owlin, yeah. Yeah, this fucking owl and I take the um no, I, I I didn't put the paper down. I uh, well, I'm gonna walk over to an awning as I'm saying this. Um, so we're out of the round uh, there, for a there's second. There's an awning in front of the uh, in front of the door. Okay, sick. Yeah. Um, this fucking owl, and I show her the note is the paper that said the get more of the the root, um, for GM, and he they found this. Um, I I would probably know the name of the kid that got shot then if he had this possibly. If he did he work there? Because if he did, I'd probably know him just from Janelle telling me about him. As far as you know, the only two people that work at this store are Janelle and uh, Finnegan. Okay. The owner. Okay. Uh, and it's like, I show her the note. It's like, the he showed me this note, asked me if I knew this address. Uh, because this note, I guess some guy was running, uh, and he dropped it right before he was shot, uh, with an, shot and killed in the streets. The second he asked me, I, I I just ran straight over here to make sure that nothing was happening, to make sure you were okay. I'm 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 okay. Um, should should I change jobs? I God, I don't know. Just again, <laughs> it's hard uh, enough to get this one. I know, I know. Just maybe I can talk to Finn. You know, see what the fuck is up with this. I have to add that to the aliases now. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm not calling that guy Finnegan. Fuck him. Uh, my voice is going to pop up next to both of them while we're still off to the side still in the rain and i'm going to say is everything all right did you maybe speak oh yeah this um janelle this is alaric and oh i can't hear you from over here i'm quite far in the rain still we slowly start walking towards the awning fuck it never mind fuck them they don't have names i don't know them uh. <laughs> Hello, my name is Alaric, and uh, what is your name? Hi, I'm Janelle. Nice to meet you. And she holds out a hand. I'm writing in my journal. Uh, I hold out my hand to shake her hand for Alaric. All right. She shakes your hand. It's nice to meet you. Likewise. Um, are you looking for something? Um, what was the description of the guy that got shot in the throat? What do you look like? Uh, he had short black hair. Uh, and a hood over the rest of everything else. Uh, about average height, a little skinny. Do you have anybody else that works in this establishment that may have been shot in the throat today? No. It's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Fucking weird shit. <laughs> How many people would you say works in this establishment? Uh, it's just me and Finn. I write that down. And who is Finn? The owner. What does the owner look like? 
<laughs> um, well, he looks like he's about to sign the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So a blue um, coat and a powdered wig. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Um, so the hair isn't uh like poofed up; it is like slicked back almost, but it is still shock white. So, have you been looking for a shipment of fey root? Of what? Fey root. I don't know what that is. Roots from the fey. I imagine it would be. Are you aware of anybody that would be using this address to have a exchangement of sorts? Finn, maybe. He said to. I do. I don't owe you guys anything. I have one last question, if I may ask. Alaric, do you still have the note? Or he took it. Yeah, I'm holding it because he. Uh, the second I saw the address, I just took off. May I please see that note? Or may you? Can you show your wife that note, please? Yeah, I was. I was showing it to her. Ma'am, do you recognize the handwriting? Just please answer oh, it. Yeah, that's uh, the handwriting. Um, uh, I don't know who that is. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I guess. Um, can can uh... <laughs> if it's all right with everyone here, I'm just gonna head home. Uh, yeah, uh, Samson. Yeah, no. I okay. pull out from my bag the uh, the bread from uh, Evie. I was like, this uh, Evie asked me to give this to you, and I put it in her hands. And I was just like, just get home and just stay safe. I'm I'm talking to this motherfucker. Make sure you're not in danger. She takes it and tucks it under her arm and nods to you and walks away. Before she gets completely away, I say to both of them, and where do both of you live? None of your fucking business. Okay. <laughs> uh, walk in the door as you uh over the door with the closed sign on it and step inside you see finnegan and an unfamiliar uh man in uh chainmail. finn what's what do you got going on here um i was uh gathering together a small team and i planned to go into the ruins with I was actually thinking about going to find you, but you weren't at the house when I searched. So I went to the bar, and I think I just missed you. Ah, at least you kept me in mind. You know, I'm looking for work, thanks, but uh, that's not the point. Anyway, uh, I I put the note in his hands, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, where did you get this? Uh, well, sounds like uh, your little errand boy you gave that to uh, got shot in the neck earlier. Uh, he looks up at you. It wasn't me. Okay, these, uh, this guy found it, saw it happen, and happened, I just happened to be the one person he asked about it. His face like stone, he nods. Hmm, concerning. And he takes the note, folds it up, and puts it in his pocket. So you do know this man. You know the man who was struck by an arrow. I don't know... I don't know who would have been struck by an arrow unless I saw the body. Is he still alive? uh, Oh, no, he is dead. Hmm. Men of Long was silenced by an arrow through, and I'm going to cast a silent image to show him on the ground with an arrow through his neck and say, do you know this man? As his body lays on the ground of this store. And I'm going to look at his face to see if I can notice anything if he if he he has any recognition, oh man, you are. Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you speak the words, uh, ooh, you want me to describe it to them? Yes. So as I say, men of long silence by an arrow through. You guys see the journal I'm holding, like the words start fluttering off the page and shooting down into the ground and forming a silhouette of a person. Out of, out of words and letters and stuff that make this image of the person. As it solidifies into a perfect recreation, he kind of, and he kind of looks at the body, he says, looks like one of the runners. Um, a set of couriers of sorts in the city. I know three of you are new here. Where were you sending him? I didn't send him. I suppose he would have been sent to me. He was sent to you, with a paper with your own address on it. I am going to need that back. And I hold out a hand. 
This paper is my stationery, not written in my hand. I think I would... I am the one who found it. If you want it, you can trade me something of equal value for it in equivalent exchange. How about two sheets of high-quality paper? I'll take the original. He makes no move to give it back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to need that back. I could offer you something more lucrative. I do have a an expedition into the ruins. I'm looking for a specific place. I'm not interested. You could give me the name of a contact inside of the Renas organization within the city, and I will take that for a fair trade. And he nods, uh, reaches uh, behind the counter, takes out a sheet of stationery that looks almost exactly like the one that you just saw, and writes down a name and hands it to you. Uh, the name is Alicia Smolder. Can Serena see the paper as it's being handed to Alvrick? Yeah, he hands it out openly. Can I see if the handwriting matches what was on the note? Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Will do. That is a 21. That's a 21? <laughs> it, uh, it does match. I, I look him dead in the eyes as after looking at that. I'm like, so if you're so willing to give up a contact and tell the truth about that, why would you lie about the note that you wrote? Handwriting seems to match. Thank you, Alvrick. Did you just lie to us? <laughs> God. <laughs> we could have a fight immediately, are we? Uh, he says, An old man can have his secrets. Secrets about a dead boy. And secrets to protect me from getting killed by those who wanted that boy dead. Why did people want the boy dead? I don't know. Can I do an insight check to see if he actually does know or does not know like can i kind of like read his face yeah go ahead and roll an insight check. i fucking want to cast zone of truth so fucking bad <laughs> hey uh Gello? oh yeah you are here <laughs> <laughs> while this is going on and this conversation is happening mm -hmm. uh and you know things are getting weird vibes could i use divine sense i will say you do feel the faintest uh, whiff of... So what Divine Sense normally does is detect the presence of Faithine undead. I think it's those three. Or Celestials, maybe? You do catch the faintest whiff of, like, fey magic from Serena. She isn't fey herself, but she has been there before. I will say... I'm not going to keep interjecting, but before we go to the next thing, I do want to see if I've heard anything about this person because Alaric is kind of mad that he lied to him. Go ahead and make a history check, I'd guess. Got it. And should I still roll my insight check? Yes, That's you only should still roll insight. You haven't heard of this man. He runs a, it seems like a fairly expensive shop with high quality items in it, but doesn't seem like it's part of a chain or anything. And I rolled a 15 for insight. A 15 for insight? Yes. You see he's kind of, uh, you can't tell if he's lying in this moment, but he has kind of closed off a bit. And he says, Are you here for the job or what? I will pay well if you stop peppering me with questions. What job are you asking for us to do? And are you going to be honest with us on the information? Or are you going to withhold or lie once more? I will be out with as much as I can. I am looking for a abandoned um, temple in the ruins. I have reason to believe the path will be treacherous. As such, I am scheduling the expedition to be on Fool's Day, so that we might not perish or suffer long-term effects. From what might happen. So if we are going on Fool's Day, you're not wanting us to bring anything back. You are seeking for information. Not the first day. Just information. So the job in specifics is for us to tackle this twice, not once. So payment will be doubled. Make a persuasion check, you <laughs> dirty 
bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, a ten. Two twos in a row. He says, You need only forward the expedition. I will tag along to make sure everything goes smoothly and we'll keep an eye on traps so that I may forward the path next time. I do not need you for two expeditions. Only for the first. Alaric's writing in a journal. Mm-hmm. So, what is it exactly that you are looking for a group to do? You said something about ruins, correct? Yes, we would head into the ruins of the old uh, dwarven city. And what are you hoping to find in these ruins? An old uh, temple to one of the forgotten gods. And which forgotten god is this supposedly supposed to be for? At this, he eyes you up and down. Their name is of no consequence. I would like to have an idea of what we might be messing with before we just dive on down. Does it have anything to do with the Fae? Samson, uh, will you be... Is this for you, or is this going to be for us? The offer extends to anyone in this room. You all look fairly capable. This entire time, uh, Samson's just kind of been pacing off to the side, uh, just kind of thinking. Finally, uh, when you speak to him again, he, he comes over and says, All right, you know, I'm in for this job, but I just have one last question. Whatever the fuck it is that you're up to, it's not going to put Janelle in danger, is it? I cast Zone of Truth as he asks this. Okay. Uh, what's your spell save, DC? Doesn't matter. He fails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a natural two. Nice. Speak now with truth, for lies become foretold. As the pages from my book scatter upon the ground and uh, like form a prism around us of different books looking on and any word spoken get written into the pages and turn green or red. Um, as he looks towards the bird. I will do my absolute best to make sure no harm comes to her. Look over at the bird. Yeah, so Zone of Truth is not a lie detector. No, he just can't physically say a lie. You can avoid yeah. the question. You just okay. can't say a lie. Cool. So once again, I'm going to ask the question that I asked before. Now that our friend here is helping out. Um, what god is this temple for? What is the name of the god? As I said, it's one of the outer pantheon. It is of little consequence to you. What about for everyone else? And for most people in this city, regardless of whether or not I did know what the name of this god would be, speaking it in this city is inadvisable, considering the grip that the followers of Lunar and Solara would not take kindly to mention of... Any other god's name. Would I have an idea of what he's talking about for after living in this city for, you know, the couple years that I've been here? Make a history check. This is a high DC. Oh, fuck. That's a, a 13 total. Uh, you would have no idea. Makes sense. my character? I stay away from those places. Make a hit. Actually, it would be a religion check. Is that any different? Uh, where the fuck is religion? Ooh, it's a 13. No followers <laughs> in the city. So religion check? Religion check. Uh, 15. Nope. For the fuck of it, can I do a religion check? <laughs> sure. Everyone who wants to can make a religion check. Fuck. Including it was on 19 the 19 for a second, but it ended up on 12. <laughs> okay, Alberto, you got religion? Roll that shit. <laughs> That's a 20. <laughs> that is. God, holy so. Is that a natural 20? It's a dirty 20. No, no, no. It's a dirty okay. 20. So 20, 20 was the starting DC. You know that they're the, the dwarves back in the day, about 200 years ago, when. Their societies still existed. There were enough of them to have cities. They worshipped a lot of like forge gods and uh, like fire mountain time stuff. It's really hard to pin down exactly what he's 
talking about. Um, yeah. I just make mental notes of all this. Okay. So there are followers of Luna and Solara in this city. Uh, so you would know that this city and a lot of other cities in this country are each run by their own sections of the, their own chapters of the Church of the Sun and Moon. It's a theocracy. Samson. Yeah. Are you at fear that your wife is in danger? I forgot. Give me one second. Uh, so everyone who is within 10 feet of where Alaric casts a spell also has to make a saving throw against uh, the Zone of Truth. What's the save? That is a wisdom save versus, what's the DC? 14. Versus a 14. And it's 15 foot. Would you say I was within 10 feet, Gallo, in your mind? Yes. 15 foot radius. So I got another nat 20 plus 6 for a 26. Jesus <laughs> So I can lie my ass off. 12. Uh, okay. 8. Okay. So Gabriel and Samson both fail. You cannot lie. Um, and Serena saves. Alaric, you know this. Actually... You have to save against... I believe you have to save against your own spell. Yes, I do as well. Um, yeah, I he tells the fail truth on anyway. purpose. Okay, you fail on purpose. Got it. Yeah. I, uh, you asked me if I... Uh, uh, immediately, it's just like, yes. What? Finnegan. Yes. Are you working alongside anybody that would be at parallel or disadvantageous versus Samson and his wife, putting them in pale in any means of the word? I've taken steps to negate that risk. Samson, he is working with somebody that might put your wife in danger. Say that. Just, I just get real close to him. Just like, I swear to you, if a single thing happens to her, I'll fucking kill you. He's not lying. <laughs> <laughs>